presenting to you the interactive space for critical and objective open thinking with Martian UFO produced by Martian UFO Media the best podcast on air with your hearty host catch episodes weekly on Apple and Spotify podcasts That's a big deal. Well, depends, right? Is that, is that good? Free advertising, perhaps. For those of you that don't know him, he is a famous country singer in Canada. So what you gotta do now, you gotta get celebrities to endorse your stuff. Hmm. 
because what's the uh, what's the premise? We haven't really picked a an overreaching topic, like. No, I don't know. What are you gonna talk about, Hardy? I'm ready to hammer people, but you know, it's supposed to be about mental health and all that. It's supposed to be about the truth, right? So I'm, a, I'm starting to, I'm gonna speak about my truth. So the next time that you know like somebody thinks that I'm, you know, being hard and hammering them, they can be like, "Well, I've been through it, right?" Like, I don't know. You care if I blow this in the house? This is a you know, this no, I don't care. Mm. I have one, but I'm out of I guess so. Those pens are handy. They are. So you don't have to carry so much stuff. Um, yeah. This is floating in space. I'm Martian UFO. As y'all know. And I'm with my friends, Jessica and Gavin. We're just going to speak on truth. And, and uh, we're going to get real tonight. This is going to be the topic going forward. Because current events are a big issue right now. What do you want to say, Jessica? I'm not really caught up on current events that much. No. I try not. I try not to look at it though, because it makes me kind of anxious. You know what I mean? Because there's some shit going down. <laughs> yeah, but you believe there's some shit going down. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, there's some. There's more going on than what we know and what we're being told, but some people know it. Only the right people, though. <laughs> the select people, right? Select people. What's the What's the best way to... If somebody told you you need to have a COVID preparation, worst case scenario plan, what would you, what would you say? What would, what would you do? Like, I don't know. Survival kit. Survival kit. Oh, yeah. Your own homemade survival kit. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be in a lockdown situation, right? That's, that's all he can do to you, right? That's mm. it. If you can't, then if you can't obey by the rules, then you go to the camps. Where yeah. you're all down by the military. Yeah. I don't really gain control of this. If you have a survival kit in your home, where you kind of stock up on dried out food. Yeah. Just the, you know what I mean? Like the, the basics, so you need to survive, right? They might just do you think it's food. a good experience in these camps? No. They built them already, right? Some they got yeah. them in Saskatchewan, yeah, Manitoba. Right? Like, bro, it's not looking good. It looks worse than jail up in there, man. Well, that's what it means. God. So, I'm gonna come with my my position of not how people are supposed to be prepared, but but what kind of temperaments to have. Like, you know, here we got a guy who's been through some hard shit. He knows how to. Like, talk to me about your experience working, man. Tell me about the hardest nights, the hardest shifts. You work in the wintertime on the rigs. Like, you don't get to say, oh, fuck. Like, you wake up in the middle of the morning. You got to get dressed for work. I don't want to fucking do it. I'm fucking tired. My back hurts. My fucking knees hurt. My elbows hurt. Like, tell me how you get through this shit, man. What do you tell yourself in your mind? Because we were just outside, and you said, mind, you know, and you said minus 50, and there's a lot of things that you do that a lot of people don't want to do. It's mindset, and that's what it comes down to, I suppose. But I don't know, I wake up every morning, open my eyes, 
we all go outside and feel that cold and first thing is mm. like, fuck this, man. I don't want to do this shit today, but then it, you think it's a bigger picture, right? Oh. When you're doing it for your wife, just get on with it, right? Have to. So dress it up like that, film with current. Have to. Just lay it up in clothes and you just get on with your day. Mm. So we're 12 hours, time's ticking down every second, right? Yes. Every second's closer to being back in that nice oh. warm shower. <laughs> <laughs> and you you will fucking you appreciate that shower you appreciate that oh, yeah, when you, oh, oh yeah oh yeah man you just feel like you stiff right mm-hmm. I don't know it's weird what's the what's the biggest reward coming home yeah with uh what most people would say is the bag no, well, well, you know, you, you don't come home. You don't come home with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I know you just live it. Sets you sets you up for a bit, right? That's all it does, right? Yes. That's all it does. But that, that's but the thing about it. It's not consistent. It's not consistent, and it's not a career, right? That's what you got. Well, it, it, if it was consistent, for sure, that could be a career. It could be, but you can't. You know. Really but it's not consistent. It. Yeah. You get good benefits, but you know, no pension. No. So in the yeah, but you're making enough money that you should be saving up for your retirement on your own. Well, yeah, you Most people that get a pension. Well, let's not let's not play now. Let's not. I mean, let's be. If we're we're going realistic, right? So I'm always gonna be the not the opposing voice, but um, most people that work his job, they they touch little of that pension. If they even if they get a pension, I mean. This backbreaking work. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Though. A lot of people are. He has to get to that age. They're right, they're right, they're right. They don't get a pension. On there's no the pension. Oh, on the that's when you're, you're earning so much money that, each month mm. that you, you. So people like, for example, who have been on the rigs for like 15 years, they went through the actual stages where the patch was really consistent, and mm. they were working from. The only time they were shutting down was when in the fall when it was all wet and down on the ground. Yeah. And they all had the nice houses, they had the nice boats, they had the nice trucks. And then the patch crashed. They had all these payments, they lost all the money. They lost everything. They lost the houses, they can't afford anything. Next minute they lost the fucking the, the marriage is gone. Mm. They're all divorced. They can't do anything else because they're too old. The only thing they know is how to spin, you know what I mean, spin chains and Full pipe out the ground. That's the way, like the mindset is out there for a lot of people. And I mean, they set that up for. I mean, they don't. They don't prepare people for. They give you a lot of money, but they're not preparing you for taking care of your life and responsibility. And but that was your life, right? Cause you're yeah, so that's out there. You're out there in the middle of nowhere. They come family, right? Mm-hmm. You're out there. When I was out in Grand Prairie, I'm in the middle of the bush for forty days. You don't see civilization for forty days. <laughs> Just the people around you, right? So yeah. It's like family, isn't it? So that's that's not regular, right? Just for people know, that's not um, those aren't sacrifices you make because you want to uh, have a regular life. And um, how old are you, Gavin? Yeah, I'm twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You were born in nineteen ninety-three. I'm twenty-five. We're born in nineteen ninety-five. So look at our generations right now. We're like uh, the last people to really see what it was kind of kind of a little bit in the 90s and then the pre-2010 like when work and uh certain things in society and the community like compared to what it is now now <clears throat> depending on who you are what gender you are what, what you do it's a lot easier to make money 
um, technically doing nothing than it is to go out and break your <laughs> break your back. <laughs> like, you you almost make just, more. Like yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Right? You look at successful people in the world. You don't see them going to do half of the physical mm-hmm. labor stuff they do, right? It's all no. There it's all through easier kind of leveraged yeah, income. Leveraged income. Yes. Anybody that has uh, yeah. true wealth makes leveraged income in some way. Some way, because if you, I, true wealth is like to me more than just money, right? And so I feel like if you have a ton of money but you're always working, what are you ever gonna have time to enjoy that money and give back with that money? And you know, you're never gonna have time for that. Because you're working a lot. Because you're working twenty four seven. Your time trading your time yeah, for money. Yeah, that's the biggest. That's all you're doing. Trading your time for money. Biggest currency. Leveraged income, though. It's like okay, well, I find you know I either get a hundred percent of my own efforts or one percent of a thousand people. Yes. Right. Like you're. It's. You only need a little bit if you got a thousand people. To you and so
like a lot of people are still kind of like, eh, mm. not my thing. <laughs> like, God, oh, it's just that weird girl trying to sell me something. You know what I mean? There's a like a stigma, right? And so it is hard to be successful in it. But then what confuses me about that as well is like, it's literally no different than Amazon. You know what I mean? It's literally no different. If not, it's even actually better because anybody can sell on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't know what you're getting. It's like Wish. Oh. It's like, okay, I want this $700 curling iron right now. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, didn't even search it on my phone, but I was talking about it. It popped up in Wish on the little sponsored ad box. You could buy a knockoff for $60. But it's the it's not the real thing, right? No. That's what I mean. Anybody can sell. You don't know what you're doing. Anybody can. So that's that's important because where else can we sell people? So at the end of the day, everybody's selling something, whether they think so or not. And um, the uh, the it's no different than the the, the OnlyFans. Well, even um, the, the people that get on their Instagram <laughs> with a Starbucks cup and are like, "My favorite drink." They're promoting that drink and they're not capitalizing off of it. They're not making a cent. When in reality, that's all they do in the industry I'm in. You find products you love and that you're passionate about. You find people that you want to help. And you share the opportunity. No matter what it is, whether it's Forex. Because ultimately, too, in Forex, you have to find people and get them involved. And You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to... To help people to do all this stuff, you got to be in a position to, isn't that? And so, when I speak to certain things like uh, based upon your own plans and everything like that, when when reality hits you, when reality gives you the punch, when get you, when you get the slap of life, when you think that you can live life this way, and then you realize that a lot of people have realized now that you're gonna have to make certain decisions and sacrifice, and however you can make money. If it's, you know, just make sure it's not legally and whatnot. That's, um, you got to do what you got to do these days. Like, yeah. whether you got to get up in the morning, whether you got to do the gig economy work, whether you're, you know, taking the brute of selling something to people and you're being ghosted and, and people are, you know, hammering, oh, you're just a, you know, scammy salesperson. Oh, they're hitting you with that all day, but you got to still talk to these people. Um, it's decisions that you have to make because, um, and the uh, the change and the preparation themes going into 2021, um, th- these things aren't slowing down, right? What did you, what did you just say? The people that aren't going to want to do the work and they're going to take, if they don't take the vaccine either, they won't get the government money and they'll have to go sit in the camps. <laughs> and uh, They won't be allowed to enter grocery stores. They mm. won't be allowed to travel internationally. Like, there's a huge list of people. You know, what we got this direction and that direction and no matter what your motives are uh whether you're trying to help people raise a family and and show your kids some good morals and values and stuff like that um right in my own head i look at it this way i've you know you don't want to be a bum and you you hate calling it you using these terms you being bum and all this kind of stuff but you can't raise a family being a bum you can't pay your bills being a bum. You can't um, help other people if you don't have money to show and, and consistency and success and all that kind of stuff. Or the other direction, 
depending on what you're doing it for, you can help a lot of people. You can show your kids like, hey, this is work, but you can be successful and make some. But I, I don't even necessarily know if I agree. Like, a lot of people can be successful and not come from money. True. Some of the most successful people in the world came from nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. They came from trash, worse than what we have. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's true. You look at, like, I don't know why I always think of this guy, but Eminem, right? Like, mm-hmm. literally came from nothing to one of the best rappers in the world for a long time. Yeah. Right? Like, he's been around for he's a while. He's been around for a while. And he stayed popular. He stayed relevant, you know? And he came from nothing. There's a lot of people like that. So, I don't think that that's necessarily a, a total cop-out. I mean, yes. Having money is definitely a privilege, right? Like, you you do have a little bit up on somebody that starts with nothing. But I think, ultimately, I don't know. Whether you have money or not, if you want it bad enough, you're going to do whatever it takes to get it, right? Like, that's, that's my opinion. Mindset. Mindset. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we all spots the same shit. So, Mindset, yeah, yeah, so that encompassing picture, the, the most circle. powerful And like that's the thing too with not coming from money. You can look at not coming from money as something that's gonna hinder you and you're gonna tell yourself, Oh, it's not fair, I didn't have as much money as this oh. person, like why can't uh, I just have rich parents? Why me? Yeah, right? The whole uh, why me thing. Or you can look at the fact that, okay, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. I struggled growing up. Or, you know, like, my dad was never home when I was a kid. I want to make mm, sure I'm home. Mm. You know what I mean? You just want to do the opposite. And so you use your pain and, like, what you went through, your uh, struggles to yes. get you where you want to be. Yeah, so this so this is some right now. Like uh, I'm gonna take the perception that so I've been doing this podcast for a little bit, a little while, and I've been speaking on certain topics, and I've been essentially you know open my opening my mouth on certain things, and I feel like I'm able to say certain things because I've learned from from the the tough times, the mistakes from fucking failure hard hard failure. like what if what if the what if the most successful people said that most people that that you know are are successful really successful if they failed massively they failed a lot of times they failed horribly and then at some point they started to have some track of success so being honest about these things being honest about the tough times and the times that you have to go through so i'm gonna tell the I'm going to start being honest because I told these guys that I was going to be uh, part of this episode was going to be talking about truth, right? Every time now that when I tell myself that I can open my mouth on, on certain topics, it's because I've, I've been through certain things and I've had to make decisions. Um, every time it's a, it's a choice, right? What Gavin says, it's mindset, right? Everything. Um, I've had to restart my life after making mistakes, countless, you know, multiple and 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 the uh, I remember I made a Facebook post one time talking about statistically, you know, not a lot of people are you know are, are here right now. You know, there's more people doing bad than there are doing good. 
that tells you you can check the stats and that will tell you that you have to actually work hard to get somewhere and if you you know from being you know 18 19 to you become an adult and all this kind of stuff and there's a lot of pressure on you no matter um if you are an immigrant or you're a person that was born in this country and you grow up here you have a good start or you think you have a good start when you turn this age right 27 25 if you have made mostly good decisions you'll find yourself in a pretty good place you'll be doing better than most just to you know hold up what you got but if you made so and you if you know you made bad decisions so i've tried to go out there you know on my own thinking that you know i knew what i knew at 18 19 20 21 and i lost jobs for shitty reason you know sleeping and, and just not being serious i've been homeless i lived out of the car for sure I've had no money. I've had to come back, you know, move into my mom's house. I told them a funny story about how, you know, I was perpetuating and living two lives, like trying to look like somebody in the public. But then when I brought some girl to my house to, <laughs> to uh, show what was going on, I, you know, I saw I was, what was going on at home. What was going on at home was not looking, you know, it wasn't even my home to begin with, right? I'm living at home with my mom at 22, 23, which is at that age, it, it, it's not, it is what it is, but... You gotta be honest with yourself. You gotta look in the mirror, and, and and you know, right now, people are blessed to have a job, but for, for sure to to keep that. Even now, like it's a struggle. You know, my big thing is I can't. I'm I'm a you know, for whatever reason, it's almost like. I, I can save my life to be on time, like, you know, to be on time for work, to try and my effort to be on time for this job. To, the fact that I haven't lost this job being late now is is a miracle, right? Because they gave me they gave me rope like you wouldn't believe, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. Right. But, you know, I was going I had to repair You're my car. Late. You take forever to even come out of your house. It, this is. You have yeah. a time management issue. Oh, <laughs> man. And I'm, and I'm addressing it. I'm trying. These are the things that... Because I realize that where is this going to take me? I'm trying to do all these kinds of things, but if I still have flaws in the armor, time management is huge. But... It, it's going to start chinking the rest of the shit, and, and I'm going to fail bigger. I'm going to yeah, lose big opportunities. You like, have to think, too. Everything happens for a reason. You relate those days for a reason. It's all coming out to a bigger reason. Maybe... Your purpose in life is to not have to work a job where you're on a schedule. Maybe this is redirecting you to a path where you can work from wherever you are, off your phone, off your laptop, make money, and not have to even worry about, oh my god, I'm half an hour late, I slept in. Or you know what the big, you know what a big truth-telling sign in life is? This was some big anxiety. When, uh, um, growing up a little bit, so to this point, I know that I've had friendships in the past that I don't have now because of the fact that I realized that, you know, I, I sat down sometimes and I would be like, damn, why, why don't I have these friendships and why are these people talking to me? Why, why have we distanced? Why does it seem like things are different and we're at the same age? Well, it's because these guys, during the time that I was stumbling and, you know, floundering over here and going through my little mistakes and stuff, like, these guys were seeing it and they're going, I mean, guys are getting ahead, right? People are... People are moving ahead and people are moving behind inevitably, whether they admit, you know, that fact or not, whether they realize it. And so 
I'm like, man, I sat down. I'm like, I got to catch up. And I started telling myself things like based on age, well, I should be here because of my, I should be here. And based upon my age, I'm behind. I'm way behind. You know, I'd be up late at night. I wouldn't sleep. How does that make you feel? Horrible. I'm like, I I was like, I fucked up. I, you know, you know, to be here now. No, but that's comparison. Comparison (laughs) is the thief of like, I was like, because you you know, you know my truth, right? The real truth to have a security job after you experience things like being arrested for whatever, you know, jail, all this kind of the worst of life, right? You're not supposed to be like mentally, the mentality would be like, oh, I'm done, you know. I've, I've, I've fucked up my life and I'm finished it's over I'm gonna be some dishwasher I'm gonna be working at this restaurant for a while like you know I'm like, and here you can't be in places like here without thinking okay well fuck I'm gonna get somewhere I'm not gonna be I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lay down and let life just for sure I, I agree with you there <laughs> it's, it's stress but but you know. don't compare yourself to others either no. everybody's got a different journey and it's all for a reason yeah, you look closely. You look at, and that's another thing. You look at some of the most famous, successful, oh my God, rich I wasted people. So much time. Oh my God. Some of them didn't get rich till like sixty. Some of their biggest ideas, biggest inventions, biggest hits. K- KFC guy. Yeah, yeah like oh, cool. he didn't take KFC until like was it? Was he that old? He was old. He was. He was coffin dodging. I call him coffin dodging. Coffin dodging. Yeah. 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 He was. He's old. Like, yeah. And people, that, people, that shot at the world. People told him no for a long time too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe you just need routine in life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone needs a routine, right? Their own routine. Nah, I don't believe that. I don't have a routine. Right. I have a I have a friend. Like, I don't know. Like, that's how the army do it. Like, you know what I mean, if yeah. you have a job, no, that because yeah, me, but that's but that's me, not to me. If you have a job, you do five minutes before you start. But to me, that's you know not leverage. Yeah, but yeah, I know. But you're talking a different mindset. Here. Like, you're all about leverage mindset. I'm just talking. His situation is it right now. You know what I mean, he's got a security job. Just his routine, right? You know, he has his time at work. You get yourself in that routine and just keep going around, right? If I. And then yeah, you, you leave the house you every day at the same time. You, yeah. you never break that cycle. No, you don't. But that's but, what but he's at right now. That's but, what but he wants I, right now. And right. I know, I know that from failure. Yeah, he wants that yeah. right you now. Yeah. I've, I've lost literally. I've There's lost. There's no such thing as failure. It's lessons learned. Lessons learned. I've lost more than 20, 25 jobs since I started working. When you, 20, 20 or more. Oh yeah. Do you since want, you could start working at sixteen or seventeen, like any employer, first thing they look for is basic discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not rocking up on no, time. No, it's like, no, it's no, not like a start on the basic discipline. Right? No. <laughs> That's what the army always did. Like, if you have a watch on your thing, set it five minutes fast. Five minutes fast. Yeah. So when you look good, or if it's like, oh, you're at work at eight o'clock, it's actually five to eight, right? Yeah. And you're never, you're always stay ahead of time. You know what it is sometimes? Because you can be with it up here. A lot of times, so I imagine when I was doing a lot of the, the blue collar work, working construction, and um, pipeline stuff like that I'd get up in the morning and because and this is where I got the big thing about preparation in my head I would stay up late at night I wouldn't eat the right food you know maybe I'd, I'd be drinking a lot and then I'd wake up kind of hungover headache and I'd be struggling with myself in the morning I'd sit there in the morning something you know a couple years ago I was sitting there in the morning thinking having this fight with myself and it was early I'm like I, I could still 
at this point I leave right now I'm gonna make it on time but then I'm like fuck like I you know I'm, I'm just not gonna be there I'm not gonna I'm gonna be disoriented at work and I I, get, I quit that morning right I was like fuck yeah I called them tried to call in sick but this, this was after they gave me you know two chances after actually being down and sick and the world doesn't give you these chances all the time no no and, you only get fucking usually two tries for a time you don't and people get tired this this quick right oh, very you, quick no, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing right you're just a number they don't, they don't care about you as a person oh, right? they no. just care about you getting that job done yeah and that's like I suppose that's how the would 80 percent of the world it goes off routine right everyone's on their own routine fucking you have to you have number. to be that's one thing I learned especially being in the army right you go in that kind of lifestyle from sixteen do some of the crazy shit and that and you think like yeah fucking right but then you don't realise I'm kind of glad I got out after seven eight seven years because like if I did 20 25 years 30 years and realise when you get out you're just a, you're just a number you're starting again when you get out oh no yeah that's why there's so many people in the UK now like homeless because they're ex-military they go in the army from 16 to 40 you run around shooting guns, blowing shit up. And then when you get out of the army, you can't run around and blow shit up anymore, can you? You go down for to be a terrorist. Yeah. So you fucked, everyone's homeless because the military provides you with the accommodation while you're serving. And people just party, basically. You know, it's they live a, a nice life. life, they don't think of the future, right? Mm. Well, I suppose the generations now are getting smarter, right? People understand that like, the value of money a lot more, but back like, like I, yeah, like, you know, they just partied, go on holidays, party. That's just the way they they were back then. All about the, that life. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And but yeah. like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I came here what 20, 24 years old, close to twenty five years old. I moved here with what? Fuck a thousand dollars in my pockets. Yeah, but... Not even our money. And as a man, it doesn't matter whether you moved with a dollar. Yeah, with the kid on the way, it doesn't matter if you have a dollar, $500, the Canadian or the UK, the the, um, the pounds. Um, they expect they expect certain things of you because if you tell them, whether you tell them, yeah, I've been here six months or a year and now I'm 25, they look at you like, you're a 25-year-old man. Yeah. You know, you... And... If at any time that you're struggling or they see you, you slip into society, it's your fault. It's not, right, which is unfortunate to say, but you're never coming down hard on people when you tell them it's like, men know that you got to be, you got to be ready, you got to be prepared, you got to be, you can't be, especially you got a kid on the way. Nobody out here, no employer is looking for excuses when you're going out there to work the hard jobs. They know because they have families and most people had to, start with some shit it wasn't all choice of the best yeah no. sweet sugar and, and, <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of grateful for like being in the army you got me ready for that shit like you know what I mean like you got kind of sort of in the mindset where if you're doing something shitty not everything like nothing lasts forever right it's always mm. going to end at some point so you just keep going and you know it but it's not even that like kind of set me up to not get my own boys pissed off and be like I was saying Setting your watch five minutes before you always been on time and like yeah. some little things. Just being neat and tidy, like always tidying up after yourself and 
the little things, right? It's just mm-hmm. bullshit baffled experience. Yes. That's what I carry forward, right? You just yes. do the little bullshit things, you just keeps people off you. If you're not in the radar, you're all right, right? Once you're in yeah. the radar, people see you all the mm-hmm. time, right? That's, that's when you have something bad about it to speak, you remember it a lot right. more about And that's how, things, that's yeah. the trust. Trust is huge now because when you, when you break trust with the people, it's one thing. When you break trust with an employer, oh my God. When you break trust with an employer legally, it, you, you might not lose the ability to get decent work again in the future and all this kind of stuff, but you will lose time. Your mentality will be tested and they will make you believe as if you're, yeah, you know, I, you're finished. Like, there's no way for you to ever. Um, I thought that I wouldn't be going back to school again. I thought that I would never have a decent job and be able to. This was this is serious when they you get you in places like court and with your probation, doing certain things. And time is slow when you have no work, um, when you're living at home and you're looking at, at your life and you're like. Fuck. <laughs> Where am I going to be in five years? And you start asking that question every day, and you're like, "This is not a game no more. This is serious." Like, how old were you when you realized that? Um, twenty, twenty-two or twenty-three, maybe. I think I kind of knew it, but then, at the same time, some things in life, um, I got a little bit kind of easy, and because uh, so I was I was telling myself when I was 18, 19, like 17 and 20 especially, I was telling myself, well, I've been through certain things and I thought the world owed me shit because I was uh, a black kid that grew up with no dad and and all this. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I I had no base. You know, I, I, that's, that's how I was thinking. And I realized, well, you know, you know, most people don't really have that. Like you said, 80% of people don't really have that great start and you got to, you gotta figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Your, mind, your mindset. I was shifted. emotional. I started, you know, I stopped you being emotional. Guidance, right? mm-hmm. Your mindset shifted, though, right? Like that's what made you see it clip in a different aspect, I guess, right? Oh, I was just saying, you know, well, I mean, this friend of mine that I'm saying, this is the guy. This is why I feel like it's it's essential or necessary for me to always. I mean, it's time for me to come down with the hammer because this dude. He hammered me, he hammered every day. He was telling me shit like, oh, you know, look at you, you know, your friends, they're gone, you know, they pass you, you know. He's telling me stuff like my younger brothers, I'm at a risk where my younger brothers might surpass me educationally and professionally because they're, these kids are coming up fast right now. And this and, was a friend? Huh? This was a friend? He's, I would almost consider him my best friend <laughs> currently. Like, this is the, so this is how I grew up, right, for people to understand, like, my mom, the one thing that she's told me consistently all the time, she said that uh, in life, and she said this, how I'm going to raise you, she said uh, people that um, are really trying to help you, you're going to cry more with people that are being honest with you and are trying to help you than the people that you laugh with. They're just wasting your time. You know, you're having a good time, you're partying, but when you're going through real shit, Nobody's coming there, and nobody. And nobody. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones who are the. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. They're only after that one thing, right? And she says, you know, I'm the only person that's going to tell you this, but for real, I'm going to make you cry a lot more than I'm going to make you laugh. And the things that I tell you are probably going to help you more than you know. And yeah. this was this tough, tough, tough love from my mom, tough love from this dude, 
and right i i mean of course i, I sat and i That's thought about this debatable these topic as well <laughs> you know i didn't get the kid gloves so yeah, that's a debatable topic so I, I mean that's all i know right I, I don't i can be like easy and stuff with people and then right now i know people are a lot of people are, are just i wouldn't say fragile but it's a tough time like they got the slogan that you know if you're getting up and doing enough in your day i mean just that's just that is enough right because it, it's a progression thing and you're supposed right. to do more each day and all that kind of stuff but i believe that for myself like if i at all if i slow down if i take days off if i start being lazy i'm gonna lose everything i'm gonna, I'm gonna lose all the stuff I, i'm gonna lose my apartment that i just signed at least so i'm gonna lose i'm gonna get into debt again i'm losing this job you know it's just like the fear-based mentality that i'm i'm not losing i'm not going back to being broke yeah <laughs> mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what you need to do. It's, just, it's, it's like a... I don't know, though. It, it is, yeah, like a mindset thing, right? But the fear is very real. Because, I mean, even oh, we oh, feel, the, you know, oh, like, oh. with you being laid off from work. I always felt it. We it's not the second kid. And two days, three days later, I'm working on a service rig in Swift Current. Yeah, they wanted him to go to the work the night I was in birth. They called him and asked him to come into work. I was in the hospital. You can't pay your bills, you need the fuck, you need the money, you're worrying about the future. Oh my god. I don't gotta sacrifice that moment. Yeah, man. I'm willing to at the time because you just gotta do whatever you gotta do. Not work for two months and then get the opportunity, it's like you want to turn it down it's like you don't want to like say you want this like employer off right well family first yeah because that's you, you know i mean these are one you got two kids these are two in a lifetime chances to actually be there for this experience like oh well, yeah it's not even that right where's the employment now i don't find it though. nope it's still side bro yeah and that employer like at the end of the day he didn't give he didn't give two shits like you know i just want you to go there pull pipe out of the ground and making money right because he wants that i won't say leverage because it's kind of leverage because he's obviously not the leverage for it's leverage for him not there i suppose yeah yeah but that's like where everybody wants to get to a point where you have multiple income streams where you're working for yourself and you get to set your you set your way. choices like you know you set your day you set what time you get up you set everything but that's also a tricky part and that's why a lot of people don't succeed because it's a lot of people yeah. not even that a lot of people aren't motivated well, yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to be disciplined to be consistent every single day and myself included i struggle with that some days some days i don't feel like doing anything honestly but you because at a normal job you don't do what you're supposed to do you're fired right here there's nobody here to like tell like look over your neck and like hey you're doing your work yeah you're doing what you're supposed to be doing you yeah, know it's it's you and it's easy for us to get in our head and talk ourselves out of doing this shit i'll find you guys today i was washing baseboards washing the doors 
instead of I could have been doing my business, but I was procrastinating, right? It's just like, if you want to do it, you're going to do it no matter what. Yes. But you it's- work, you got sore throat. Yeah. So probably do to do it, otherwise you get disciplined, right? Yeah, and you got people, people watching. I mean, people, there's people always watching, right? The moment you think that you can relax, so okay, somebody's not watching you, you know, and then somebody drives by and right, there's eyes on you pretty much all the time. And these people out there and the dynamic of where I'm working, like, whether you take it seriously or not, they take it seriously. And, you know, the, when I first got out there, I was trying to think about, like, the right temperament to have and all that kind of stuff because whether I like these people, whether they like me, you know, we're the professional thing about it and all this kind of stuff. The shit that they're doing, they're building a wind farm, right? So all their equipment, all the... uh carbon, this shit, there. This shit is worth millions, like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And so I'm like, I mean, yeah, I mean, this, they're just getting a security company to watch all this shit, which is, it's great for, I'm grateful I'll have a, a job there. But like, um, at any point, if I start thinking like, if I have a bad day and I'm thinking, oh man, fuck this shit today. Like, you know, like, I just can't wait till I get to six, you know, and I start getting lazy and people are watching me and watching me do this consistently. Well, in their minds, if I don't care about that, and something happens and somebody comes out and steals this copper one day, it's gonna be a big issue. And they're gonna remember every day that I was slumped and then, you know, it's it's not gonna be a good look. <laughs> and people get real tired of that real quickly, like. Yeah, I don't know, the always way I always look at it is like, when I work, obviously go to work myself, mm-hmm. no matter what, right? I am there for 12 hours a day, no matter what. Yeah. Shit bust. So I could be there for 12 hours and get the reputation of being that guy that don't fuck her. Or I could get the reputation of being that guy who actually works hard. Either way, I'm there for fucking 12 hours, shit bust. So I might as well get that good name. Because no matter what, you're still there, right? It, like, it makes your whole experience easier. Yeah, and I don't know, people get along with you. And like people get along with you, people don't like you. Like you're not there, you're mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, quite, quite, times, quite literally. <laughs> they they cut you the well, next. You for, like, Was I, it I a seen... high turnover rate working on the rigs? Like, did a lot of people come and go? Oh yeah, my driller was selling me. They went through thirty some people in two weeks once when they were like continuous. Because it's fast-paced, right? The money yeah. the works there. People want it because the money's there. So they can just get rid of people. If you're not pulling your weight, see you later. Help them yeah. The next person's in. Like, we don't play games here. Yeah, there's there's, there's games. a lineup. Of, yeah, there's <laughs> a lineup. Simple. If you ain't going to do it, someone else will. Yes. Because, hey, a lot of these guys... A lot of these guys, <laughs> people, you know... People got to realize that not everybody... People aren't doing this shit because they want it. And nobody's coming out here by choice. There's a lot of guys that, yeah, oh, we love it and love oil and love all this kind of shit. But people got mouths to feed. They got to they gotta feed their own mouths. They got to they got people that are expecting things of them and people that they can't afford to... Literally, you know, you put your family on the street, like... <laughs> it's, uh, it's no game. It's no game. Yeah, absolutely, it's not. It's not like that now, though. 
there's not a lot of people that are lining up to work for eggs. No, not now because the money's not there, right? People, people have got smarter. You know, like I was saying, where everyone just cares about earning the money to go and drink and party. Mm-hmm. People don't want to do that now, right? No, well, they're realizing that shit gets old too. Yeah, exactly. That's what we mean, and that's what's going on with the drinks. Like, can't drink. people realize it's like when it crashes, what's next? Well, a lot I've been noticing. So part of the wind farm, like you know, Canada just signed something. They're going to be building renewable energy projects for the next ten years, oh, yeah. along with the states. Right? That's what's killing our oh, yeah. oil industry, yep. the, lar- largely. And the ironic part is, um, they need these systems. I, I don't know if I did an episode on this, but I was talking about the um, so the coal plants, all this kind of stuff. These things run at over 80% efficiency. Air runs at 25, somewhere around there, and then solar runs at not even half. Efficiency. So they get, they're going to have these things there, and they're intermittent power sources, but that's what, where we're going for the next... We're, I don't know what that's going to look like for the economy, for people who... But even the guys that work all have to transition. Stupid though, right? There's that so I mean, they're just trying to get that to generate power. Mm-hmm. What your clothes made out of? Oil. What's makeup made out of? Oil. But yeah, but they're transitioning everything to a more sustainable. Like you, they'll still need oil to yeah. grease, grease up the. Uh, they'll need oil to fucking. You, you need oil to operate the things. <laughs> what's called? What generating the power? The trucks that have to bring out all, all this equipment. I mean, they're wasting a lot of energy. Yeah, and running the windmills. What are operating? Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, thought, I was gonna get that, but yeah. we were going. We were, we had some good stuff on here, so thank you. I appreciate that, man. The dude's frozen. No, the bag is cold. Holy shit! I'm gonna have to heat some of this up. Goodness, now, let me turn some of this back. I was I was drinking at home before you picked me up to be honest. So I, was, yeah. I think I've only got three. Oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. The vodka, right? Uh, <laughs> hard stuff of course. <laughs> what do you want? Um I don't think I've mixed though. Vodka shit on the rocks. Vodka on the rocks. No no no. No no no. Twisted tea is probably safe. Safer. <laughs> Thank you. Now you're eating don't pickle crisps. Munchies. Yeah, I hate getting with eggs. I get the munchies. I hate so bad. We should have ordered pizza yet. I was thinking about it, but it's like. Wake up in the morning, worst regrets ever. Yeah, because I'll have like two pieces, sometimes three. He's eating like eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Then in the morning, he's like, oh, I don't 
don't feel good. Yeah, that, that shit's killing me. Now that... So that... I don't know if that's an age thing now. Well, no wonder, but. man. Ten pieces of pizza? Oh, you for sure you're going to have a sore stomach. <laughs> uh, I eat three and I'm like, hey, I'm full. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like... Well, the most like fucking three I'll probably go down to like three, four slices. When you're on the bunch... You don't, you don't notice. You don't yes, notice you do. at all. Except for right now, I'm like, no, these dill pickles. Yeah, it doesn't look like Yeah, it's crazy. So, covered a lot of things on the, on this recording. Oh yeah, I forgot where. <laughs> yeah, basically still. And I'm just stuffing my face with rice chips. Oh, no, I will. We all have been eating them, so. We did talk about a lot of things, so we could talk for another four hours. Oh yeah. Well, what would we talk about? Life, right? But so many different things. Just the, I mean, you know, the main thing is that this is what's going to be the conversation going forward because whether people like to hear it or not, the um, the concept of looking yourself in the mirror and deciding what your truth is and facing your reality. And then going out and conducting yourself based upon that shit, that's that's gonna be everybody. Like (laughs) 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 And at that point you'll be glad at what you have, what you decided, the choices that you made to take what you could get at the very best that at that point, like have you all seen the Songbird trailer? The Songbird? Yeah. No. That's a new movie coming out next year. The, it's about COVID. Yeah. It's about the, the lockdown. It's a, literally a trailer. So it describes it as uh, this dude, he's immune to the um, the whatever. And so this it says uh, in the era of the new COVID-20, so it's um, mutated to COVID-23 virus now. And this guy is trying to go and get to his girlfriend at her apartment in Manhattan or something before um, the COVID office people come and get her. And because in her apartment, they have a way to uh, figure out people have it. They got people trying to their contract tracing. And one of her roommates or somebody in her apartment, an old lady, um, starts coughing. And I think this is automatic, right? So her phone starts listening into her, tracking this, and then, so it says, oh, we're going to send people right away to her. And they got people coming with guns and all this stuff, and I'm like, this is, they're depicting what, I'm like, why would they have a movie? This is, this is everything, the, the pandemic, whatever, it's a plan. It's, it's stuff that's being orchestrated, whether they're trying to prepare people, whether they're showing people. So I'm saying that people that want to lay up right now and cover their eyes and pretend that the shit isn't happening, I mean, it's... <laughs> Do you think that they aren't pretending it's not happening, or I truly think there's people that just it's, are? It's hard. I, mean, I they're, know. It's they're like, just blind to it. They don't. Yeah, see like, it. I believe like some people just genuinely just don't brainwash. The government's brainwashing, right? Like you watch the news, and the people believe that they are highly believe the government. Yeah, they believe that the government's mm. telling yeah, the yeah, truth. Yeah, of course. Like, they, 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 that they would never lie to people that yeah, they don't have. That they wouldn't deceive their people, but that's all they do. That's all politicians and our government do. Like, I share stuff 
on my stories. I, I wonder sometimes if this is even beneficial anymore because, you know, we've denounced the mask thing as being completely uh, useless. But there, but there is two sides to that argument because there's a lot of people that call the people that don't wear masks a lot of bad names. Hey. You know what I mean? Yeah. They think that masks... That's the whole reason why the virus is spreading. Which And, and you show them this day, so... It, you know, you can have we'll them. See. Anthony Fauci comes out and says, "Well, masks really have. It's impossible." He, in his own words, he says, "It's impossible for a healthy person to be protected with a mask. It's not going to keep out any. Most particles are, you know, this Tiny. small in the You'll mask." You'll see, but it's January, February, and everyone's in Walmart car park with a mask on, and seeing all that cold fog coming out of the mouth still. That's you showing still you. Still see their breath. Yeah, that's showing you what you're just exploiting. Right? Showing you that the, they don't work. You're don't outside work. and it's below freezing temperatures, <laughs> and you can see your breath. Well, tell me, what yeah. is that protecting me from? Or it's still the same inside, mm-hmm. you just can't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and it's even things like <laughs> because the temperature, yeah, you just can't see it. Man. It's just the coldness is showing you the evidence, right? Yes, that's why they put out these freeway masks, but still going bollocks anyway. Well, it just makes no sense. It's stupid. And it's like, oh, okay, you get this today. This literally happened to me today. And I thought about this. And I was like, you know, just does not make sense. I went to the bank. Okay. First of all, I walk in. She says, do you have a mask? I seen the sign on the door that said mandatory to wear a mask when you walk in. I'm like, no, I don't have one. Okay. So she hands me a mask. Uh, Please put some hand sanitizer on. Okay, put some hand sanitizer on, go stand in line, get called up to the cashier, wicket thing, whatever. And then there's a sign right there that says, please do not place personal belongings on counter to limit the spread of whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm hanging onto my wallet, hanging onto my phone, telling the guy what I need to do. Then I have to type in my password on his computer to get into my online banking. He was showing me something. What does he do? He hands me his keyboard through the big plastic thing that's in front of us. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so my hands are allowed to touch your keyboard. Like, you know what I mean? But you guys are not, he wouldn't even let me in without a mask on. You know what I mean? You your hands, right, when you came in. True. So technically. But still, it's still just like, you know. It still doesn't make sense because even you think about like Starbucks, McDonald's, all these places. Remember when, they don't do it so much now, but when the virus was like really big and whatever, you know, you'd go to like McDonald's or Starbucks and they'd pass you your order on a tray and you'd have to take it from the tray. And it's like, what is that preventing? Because you touched it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you put this all in the bag. You put it you made my burger. You made my frappuccino. Other hands you, you were all, all over this. The fact that you think Bullshit. that it's good Bottles because rings. if you don't see it, mm. then you, I don't know. Or I go into Starbucks and I get asked to leave because I don't have a mask and they're not handing them out, may I add, at the door. And I feel like any place that's gonna yeah. make masks mandatory, well, you better have a box at the fucking door. You have to, yeah. Have and to. nope, didn't have any, I got asked to leave. But hey, you can go through the drive-through. And then I'm like, well, you guys aren't even wearing masks. The freaking workers weren't even wearing them. And she's like, oh no, just our customers. Oh, so did they get COVID screened every time they start the ship? 
I don't know. Probably not. Because how do they, how do they, you know, I know. How do you what, know they're safe, right? Yes. There's water as well. I know at Starbucks drive-thru, they probably, they're not, they don't have that that debit machine with the on the big long extension no. to reach out the window to make sure they're I mean you have this much interaction there's almost a foot of space between you and the person in the drive through that's why the whole pandemic shit doesn't make sense it well, doesn't make the sense. pandemic thing anyway like the more the virus thing because the pandemic thing we obviously know it's a lockdown right so mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense yeah what they're trying to do but it, I don't know there's no way of eliminating it and I said one's not too. What's the best pizza in Minnesota? He's right. He said that. Isn't that that really skinny crust stuff? No. No. Uh, so I hope that's the city. Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, but yeah. Isn't, I thought it's big, skinny yeah, crust. Yeah, big stuff. Oh, no, yeah. You want a fully wallet pizza, you got the. Mm. They're Morgan's not shy pizza. on the meat, they're mob boys. Morgan's Pizza. Morgan's Pizza is good, but I've Morgan's been seeing. Good. I've never of, tried it, but I've just heard it's really good. They are most definitely open right now. You see, the one thing about Morgan's though is uh, Morgan's or Pharaohs? Pharaohs. Pharaohs or Morgan? Let me see. Pharaohs, you don't. No, close. Close now. Close now. Close now. Close at ten. Hey. More ambiance and some vibe. Okay. Um, let's. See. I usually check. I do this right. I'll go on to skip, and then do pickup. And um, it'll select it based on that where I can go, what's still open. And if you call them directly, then you can. Okay, uh, you got to sign up for skits. And like, earn money on how you went to the studio. I'm doing better right back here. Let's see if you can Hey. Right now, they, out of the choices, it'd be like I would pick Panago. At this moment, I like Pizza Seventy Three. Do you? Yeah, oh, they're good. No wings are good. No, just their pizza. The wings, yeah. Those, those wings. I get the just the spicy crispy. That's it. Like, well, Roscoe's are the best wings in town. Roscoes? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Except on the other day, I asked her, "Honey, honey hot." Mm-hmm. That's the only one right now, actually, I think, in town, or for a while, where you could go and they would actually double dip the wings for you. Yeah. You oh, get yeah. to other restaurants were like, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that here because, but imagine, I mean, the, the amount of dishes it creates for them at night and the amount mm. of, oh, shit. I've worked there, I've seen it. <laughs> There's like 40 different wing bowls. Yeah, that's Like, uh, literally. They were washing bowls all night long, all throughout the night, because some people, like, be like teriyaki lemon pepper hot honey garlic like there's all different combinations right yeah the fact that they agreed to do this and then wanted to have it as a real thing well look at their business absolutely well others are struggling others you know a lot of businesses went out yeah not that guy Cheesecake is gone, Perkins is gone. Cheesecake 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 is gone.
You can get two small pizzas for twenty dollars. Pizza seven for food. Yeah, they got those good bundle deals there. Eight spicy jalapenos filled with cream cheese. Hey, you know what I'm Funnel cake sticks. Current. Uh, mm. Want to know a fact? Want to know a fun fact? Yeah, you can't be fat. No, I know. <laughs> the work you do. <laughs> a fun fact. Mm -hmm. Fun fact. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a do, should I? So. Holy shit. What? Um. This article is from. Let me let me get correct here with these numbers. Updated August. So this year. August 8th, 2020, talking about, so a lot of the info when I go into the research, um, we're looking at, it comes from the American stuff, but this is something that we're going to have to likely talk about because uh, this Canadian debt, the federal deficit in Canada. We gotta, oh, it's probably ridiculous. Yeah, this needs to be spoken about because now, you know, there's going to be more handouts to be given, right? The federal deficit is a historic $343.2 billion. $343.2 billion. It's, it's, it's a thousand percent higher than projected at the start of the year. <laughs> um, There's only four places open for delivery right now. Yes. Well, this is the thing, right? A&W's open at this time? Mm-hmm. Because they got that one by the highway. For, yeah, you can drive all truck drivers and shit like that. This is going to be for people who want is, good, decent, tasty food. Is Papa food. John's good? It is. Papa John's? I've never had Papa John's in my oh, life. Oh, yeah. You want to get one of their specialties. Like what? They're good. Um, ooh, well... What's, what are you, what what the top what are the toppings that you like on a pizza? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Huh? The uh, Ham, pineapple, pepperoni, mushrooms. You'd like the you'd like their like supreme. Bacon. The deluxe. I don't like tomatoes or peppers really. I'll eat it if I have to. All dressed is not my favorite. I can't do the onions. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know how people eat all dressed pizza, <laughs> and then the weird ones like. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Not my thing. Nah, Cheeseburger pizza. Should, like like that should not be on pizza. I don't mind that one, but hey. <laughs> like here's one. Small fiery buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah. That's that's what should what it should sound. I don't know if I could eat that either. That doesn't belong on pizza. Fiery buffalo chicken. Small ultimate pepperoni. Yes. That sounds pretty good. The big 
Boston but it's size pepperoni. But it's $15 for a small pizza. Yeah, they're not playing. That's not cheap. <laughs> they're not playing on Skip the Dishes. I, I'm pretty sure if you go to the restaurant, no, it's the same. See, this is, right, the, things are not changing. Things are getting, as a person, your mentality, your temperament, being a person who is more stable in life. You think I'm stable? Come on, Jessica. It's it's very easy to be out there on those hard streets right now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, That's the biggest compliment I've ever got. I didn't think I was stable at all. Like, mentally. <laughs> oh, get out of here. We're all, we, we're all crazy. It's the truth. But, I mean... Um, no wonder people are all like myself. They're all overweight. Bacon cheese sticks. They're not making it easy for people. So... We could talk about the Tell over the overweight thing, oh. but um, yeah, they're not making it easy. So imagine that at a time where we're talking about the second wave, more lockdowns, things that are about to come. People just got used to getting, you know, going back to their gyms consistently again, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Oh. And and this this working out at home thing. It sucks. It sucks, but it, it has to get serious. And you know what? There, think about this irony. You know, you think you think that these companies care about you, the individual people that have to buy. You think about the government caring about you and all this kind of stuff. They know that ultimately people will have to try. If you want to keep with your fitness and you, you don't want to gain weight and become overweight or obese and all this kind of stuff, in your home, you will have to mentally discipline yourself to do that, to do that fit stuff. And... At your expense, these companies know that they're going to be coming out with all these kinds of new products and they'll charge you top dollar to get a premium workout experience in your home, which the whole time they're putting this pandemic hoax on you, where you could completely be in the gym, you could be, you know, paying your little membership money, but you got to buy. I mean, this is, um, it's a joke for people who are, for all of us, right? We're all being affected by this the same but then, like I said, being more stable, your your perception of would be like, um, well, this is going to be terrible. But obviously, yeah, you know, right? You if you have to buy yourself a little, um, even if you had to get actual workout equipment, if you were like, you know, fuck this, like we got the space, I'm gonna get the Bowflex special, all that kind of stuff. You financially. You're probably in a better position to get that than some. These things, in, in on their own, on their own, like individual, like they're not that important. But money, you, you got, you got to have the ability to make decisions at a quick, you know, little, yeah. little time, right? Like, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. For example, um, so. A lot of you know. A lot of times, people feel bad for you. The world feels sorry, and you go through something, and right. This is how you have to handle things as a man. You you be glad, like you're glad that you're in position to do these things. So, here's my experience. Um, I, mean, I think this is maybe last. So the last two weeks of October, or last week of October, going into the first week of November, I dealt with some. When it got cold, basically, my car basically shit the bed on me right yeah i remember you saying that oh fuck it 
it, it crashed and, and it was going good during the summer or the fall and then the cold diagnosed different issues that I didn't know about and I had to get my spark plugs changed twice and I had to I flooded my engine so I had to get new sensor new coolant sensor and new this kind of sensor and I paid heavy money and the thing at the same time I was paying heavy money so to figure out my way to get to work during this time like I took a cab to work one day it cost me $80 Mm -hmm. more than you made yeah, well, or just as much, or just about almost close. Like, it's uh, it's not that close, thankfully. But it's like that's a lot of money. That's we're not. Um, it's like childcare. Like, you know what I mean? Like, eighty dollars is not chump change. We're not at no, that that's point yet. Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. That's a lot of money. And you think about like, like I said, even childcare. That's why a lot of moms don't work because. Mm. Childcare for my two kids, if I put them in daycare full time, and this was in small town Saskatchewan, because I've never really looked into it here. Small town Saskatchewan was minimum $1,700 a month. The city is more expensive. So tell me where you're making enough money at a job that it's worth it to pay $1,700 of that out just so somebody raises your kids. No. Hell no. Unless you're making 10 grand a month, it's not worth it. And it still wouldn't even be worth it if you're making 50 grand a month because you're missing that time with your kids. Yep. You're losing something. It's a bad deal. It's a bad deal to take. Like you're paying people to take care of your children <laughs> and you miss out on all of those memories and that money. And you don't even know what they're what you're what they're teaching them. No, they could be no cutting deal. all kinds of bullshit in your kids' head like My little cousin, actually, a couple weeks ago, was telling me, um, I don't know if it was his class or a friend's class or what, but they were teaching them in school about how the oil field and oil is bad. And, you know, like, it's like they brainwash them from a young age. You know what I mean? What do, so for the conspiracy buffs, I'm... You know, I don't. I don't want to call myself a conspiracy nut, but I'm at that point right right now, right? For people to realize that <coughs> I've been, <coughs> I've made a home for myself in in the rabbit hole <coughs> realm right now, and <coughs> these <coughs> indoctrination camps <coughs> that we're sending our kids to, <coughs> and having other people educate them on 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 useless and and just fabricated information effort so half the time before people were complaining about this archaic uh old curriculum yeah. they're still teaching them shit from the 90s and the 1900s and stuff i mean these kids need progressive information that's going to help them live today in today's world they don't need to know some chemistry bullshit they need to know how to do their taxes and then how, how to, to get a mortgage <laughs> how to keep a good credit score how absolutely to- yeah, literally. And these kids know nothing. No, nothing. <coughs> they have they have no clue. They don't even know how to pay a bill. And life hits them boom, life right. Uh this is uh then th- so I wonder sometimes this is an agenda, right? They, they, when you call them in, indoctrination camps, it sounds kinda oh like, like that's that's weird, that's tarred, that's conspiracy, but what do they want? For, so the government 
whether they're being controlled or they have different motives or whatnot, the government comes from a place of knowing that they've set up certain systems and the community and the society at large runs on this system. We're at an issue right now where in our it's the first time in history where we might not have enough people in the next generation to populate our country. Yeah. To have and be productive and successful. Right? The birth rate is going down, marriage rate is declining, divorce rate is going up, people are people are looking at the simulation and realizing the flaws and saying well, fuck that. I'm looking out for myself. How much How much is the marriage rate declining? I've never heard that. That interests me. Well, let's find out. See, because this is this is why I want to bring up this information for... Uh, so we have the facts and we have the stuff in front of us. Everything is going to be about Canadian right now, right? We're going to look at current Canadian statistics. Because that does interest me. That's an interesting topic because, you know, you look around and it's like everybody you know is getting a divorce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people my age are on their second marriage. Yeah. Third marriage. And it's like, holy. Or And things things are happening. Three different kids quick, with three different quick. dads in like <laughs> five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it intrigues me. No judgment either. I mean, because if you're not happy, you're not happy or whatever, right? The situation's not right. But mm. it just intrigues me how we're in such a disposable culture. You know what I mean? Our culture is very... Pe- people haven't been taught a lot. Well, look at this shit. Instant at- gratification. <laughs> if something's hard, you just throw it away and find the next. You know what I mean? I'm not going to ask this question yet, but this is the thought... Who's at fault? Because now we got a lot of things that I made up some Facebook posts. Our communities are being destroyed. OnlyFans, the seeking arrangements, Tinder, IG, and and, and Snap and well, on my Snapchat, <laughs> bro. Well, this. No, it's all good. Yeah, she's a bit heavy. Though. This is this is get the this is huge. This is life. This is right. I ain't got life, man. That's just pure shit. We're we're human here. We're all. <laughs> no, turn around. It's by the. Like, That's hilarious on the podcast. On the podcast, I could. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're we're real, we're real out here. This ain't this ain't you know. When you were on about what? That's the smoke. We're all about good hygiene, right here. Belong on a pizza, a chicken. Yeah. You said that, bro. You fucking pick up pickles in your drinks. Yeah, he heard you said that fiery buffalo chicken pizza. You get Caesar over here. You get a pickle in your drink. I know for a fact a fucking pickle doesn't belong in your drink. Says who? Yeah. Says who? Society. Just kidding. I agree with you. The only drink. Pickles are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you get a drink, it's got a fucking cheese, six ounce cheeseburger and a pickle. There one. is Caesar bars like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of weird. Yeah, like, give me more. Oh. You wanted, you wanted them to get you some? Get you some what? You Do you have any? What? What do you think? That marijuana. Absolutely. 
This could get like an adventure on here. We could really be floating somewhere. I mean, oh, oh yeah, we'd God. be like literally floating. Floating Yes. Hmm. This tells you that I didn't just think of this shit to be random. This wasn't something. You gotta, you gotta get out of the box, right? This is all what it's about: objectivity and thinking outside of the political lines, outside of these um, politically right, politically left. You know, we're not doing the socialist communist shit here, where we agree with everybody's opinion and all this kind of stuff. You know, everything is coming from. Hell no, I don't agree with everyone's stats. And Jessica is interested. She wants to know the um, the numbers here on the marriage decline because this is important. These are things that we're going to get into that people don't really want to speak about, but it affects where we're going to go as a society. Imagine, <clears throat> you know, somebody. I watch so I watch Coach Greg Adams, right? And dude said the realest one of the realest things the other day. He's like, you know. We're lucky that the baby boomers in Generation X of today were, right, they, they believed what they believed, they had these values, all that kind of stuff, and uh, dis- despite what their mistakes are or were, and we have to pay for their, all this kind of stuff, pay for their debt, we're still okay, right? So in the future, our baby boomers, our Generation X, he said literally, we're going to be a bunch of OnlyFans, um, take thoughts uh, we're gonna be IG thoughts and instant gratification snap models and, and people who aren't equipped with the skills to work to sustain and but to, that's also that's a whole other uh, topic right because and, but, but that's why so people who aren't who don't care about having who don't care about um, learning how what it's like to live in a family structure and to what it's like to work in a family, what it's like to be in a, in a healthy relationship. You gotta, you don't, um, so, let's get real, though, right? You. I mean, come on now, Gavin. I mean, she, she isn't on, uh, she isn't on no Tinder. She's not advertising herself on OnlyFans and IG <laughs> and Snapchat, because these are, at, at the base level, these what, what females are using this for is to advertise and to get that instant gratification, to get attention real quick on Instagram and, and Snapchat. You know, girls girls literally put up their OnlyFans links on Snap on their story. So, if you know that, well, right? But but if you if you know that this is a landscape, and you want to have a healthy, whole, happy relationship with your family here, that's just not. I mean, you're not letting that into your house. That influence that. You know, letting your kids see that you're not gonna have. Look at these moms that are out here parading with their kids as if they're still twenty something, and they can dress like their kids do, and they can. Do you know what I comes, oh up, comes my down God. to? What are they teaching their it children? It all comes down to what I believe is like what you're surrounding yourself around, right? As a person, if you put every person individually alone around nobody and let that person actually think for themselves it'd be a different outcome than what they are actually doing day to day because they surround like people you and you surround yourself with right mm. you become 
become yeah, like you become the, what you become you like become them. the sum so, of the five people you hang around yeah like, like, and I guarantee you like, well, so especially so in the UK you see it everyone's fucking negative so if they're okay with all that yeah, shit yeah if people then... dress like that then they want to dress like that because <laughs> yeah. they don't want to be the odd one out right it's all about what's around each other but if you put that one person in a room by themselves it'd be a totally different outcome and, and, and the important thing is that people think that this is okay that there's not supposed to be a negative consequence for everybody at the end of this that we're not going to lose our sense of community because people are out here you know bidding themselves for top dollar to, to people that are getting you know paying subscriptions to see somebody naked it's a when, disposal I mean, I mean. <laughs> culture instant gratification culture which is not supposed to be right no like, it's not supposed to be but that's why the divorce rates are so high that's why well, yeah, nobody's absolutely. marriages last like they used to like you look at my grandma and grandpa Crawford they're married for 47 years you know what I mean that's a long time <laughs> that's a long and you look at other people though that have been married even like 60 years that's, thing, though. that's why it's not like that anymore like you have a life <laughs> not being like kind of like towards just one kind of sex life but you see a lot of women like you know what I mean they use a lot of people to get where they want to be and then when they don't and when they've had enough of that person they get rid and then they can carry on hopping on to the next guy that's how they get up higher and higher right and we call that monkey branching monkey branching is yes. how we call it swinging from tree to tree that's the constant <laughs> well like, because now gold the, digging is that I don't know like, I, don't I know. wouldn't say gold digging but this is the, most people would admit that this ability so because of the instant gratification because of the way that the concept has been set up that you can receive this you know what the people that made TikTok literally what their idea behind creating TikTok was they wanted to create a platform for people they wanted to have kids and people our generation and believe that um, because so you watch the social dilemma right? Uh, a little bit a little bit the the, at the end of the day what they want is to keep people on the screen longer whatever app you look yeah, at doesn't matter tracking how long yeah, you look at even the, specific the time of usage so the people at TikTok said what's the biggest fastest way to draw them in well we're going to create the fastest way for people to feel like they're going to they get to be famous because you got people now and communicating you know thousands tens, tens of thousands of views hundreds of thousands of views People, regular people like us on, you know, street level. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, uh, right? They, were, they weren't, they didn't sit down and think of a say, like, oh, well, let's create something for people to enjoy and create moments and be happy and enjoy. They said, what's the best app to have them on the screen the longest time and yeah. to draw them in the fastest way? TikTok is perfect. TikTok Did is you perfect. notice you can do TikToks on Snapchat now? Yeah. All integrated. They don't care. They want you on the They're screen. They're hard. I've tra- I've made two. They're hard. And so But I a- will say what they planned works because like Instagram, for instance, the reels feature, same thing as a TikTok, right? Those have the best engagement across the Instagram platform. And they watch that. They do. They, they, they you get a lot of views on reels. Like they look, Instagram is looking at the amount of engagement and saying, if you know, seeing what what works, what doesn't work, this keeps people on for a long time. Okay, we're gonna keep rolling with this. We're gonna. That's what their marketing teams think about. They don't care any. They 
all they care about is people's attention no, yeah, and giving them fo- get good following they pay you mm-hmm. for having a following so it's really perpetuating a fake existence like you know and people are making money off of it but then at the end of the day this stuff runs out you know yeah. the OnlyFans thing will um, you know we hear the stories about you know Bella Thorne coming out and basically putting most of them out of work because she she's a she used to be a sex worker and all this kind of stuff and she was a porn star and everything and she comes on somebody a professional and says oh well, I'm gonna put out this kind of content a bunch of people bought it and then she ended up not doing what she said she was gonna do and uh, people tried asking for refunds but the guy that founded it or, or the CEO he's in a whole bunch of debt because he I don't know he owes money and, it's, and he's refusing to pay the money so in order to cover his losses he's he's taking the money out of some of the fund uh, the creators accounts and refusing to pay refunds and all that. so it's, it's just a whole mess right now right it's completely yeah Why? What kind of things did she agree to do that she wouldn't do? Well, I she never told heard them, about this at all. She told fans like she was gonna be on there with her her nudes. Here, wait, let me. I like this really. Sorry. Oh, you know, she was gonna put on. What, what do you think people do on OnlyFans, right? Like, um, I know, I know, I know, I know at least ten or more people that have it. People that have. That have just said, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna make OnlyFans. And so I wonder, what kind of con, like, where are you getting your inspiration from? Where do you, you know, there's a lot of porn out here. How are you making your product worth buying more than the free shit that people can go? Because what? Because they know you, they think that they have a personal connection to you, because there's a lot of people that are doing the work. This is a job. People that are on OnlyFans are people that are doing, you know, cam work and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I watched a video about it. They work all day just yeah. to even create the ideas and the concept, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, this is not a um, because it's it's a marketing thing. <laughs> even even that should take sacrificing. Like, yeah, you're losing your your mental sanity a little bit. Like, it's not it can't be okay to have people watching you every day, expecting you to do sexual shit. Yeah. Right. Really. <laughs> um, I don't know. people that I wouldn't think that people would pay pay to see right like <laughs> paying 20 I mean $20 a month is $20 a month it's a hundred yeah. $120 a year to see somebody do do whatever they're gonna do yeah, yeah. multiple platform I mean there's other other different small affiliates and small you know I heard about one called AVN and different there's a bunch of campsites there's you know I know a girl that she used to be around here for a while she's out in LA now and 
she's running her whole thing. She got a partner. She's doing OnlyFans. She's doing a bunch of sites. You can have your own website. So it's instant gratification. The money. I mean, these people can they can make money, but what are you losing at these later on in your life? People are gonna remember that you were doing this, right? You're not gonna be able to have the chance to grow a, a real family, like, and and have kids. When you every time you think about it, man, like, your your material is everywhere. Yeah. Whether you deleted it, whether you, you think you got rid of it or not, like. Yeah, it's always somewhere. You have to just lay low. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna do this one. This is like, it's from 2011, so it's just a little old. This right here, though, however, 26, 2018. Um, nearly half of Canadians feel marriage is simply not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> What's telling them this? A new poll suggests half of Canadians aren't interested in getting married. Um, it's a billion dollar industry, right? So billion dollar industry globally. Those, those, no, and just Canada. Billion dollars just I in Canada. Yes. Yeah. What Here. industry? Marriage. Well, wedding. Marriage, yeah, wedding. Oh yeah, fantastic industry to be in. So this, for people who are all like, you know, this is you know the nineteenth, the young ones, people who don't have the, the. What's it the what word am I looking for? The benefit of being born early, kind of in the 90s babies like us and whatnot. You guys aren't gonna know um, what that's like. A lot of you know a lot of people now aren't interested in, in that marriage thing. But like, there's a point I was trying to make about being. That's all I ever wanted growing up was to get married. Yeah. No, that's what I said though. So yeah, people people coming here with the, you know, I love my partner and then everything is going great and all this kind of. This is a business. People who think that they want to be married and they want to cohabitate long term and do all that kind of stuff, you're making decisions and choices that are going to affect the other person that you're choosing to do this with. And at some point, it's not really about like love is good, but when it says it's a billion dollars, there's other people that are making money off of failed relationships. The divorce industry, if this is a billion dollar industry, I think the divorce industry is worth two to three billion dollars. Like, because no they make they make money off, off knowing beforehand that there are people that are pair bonding off of emotion and are making decisions that are not gonna work out. And later on, they're gonna come to the divorce court and spend all this money and it's a, it's a business. People gotta make it work because unless you want to pay that money, you realize that. Um, Do you make it work though <laughs> at the expense of your happiness? Right, that's another debatable topic that I see a lot about on Ooh. social media. That's a good question. You know, like because I truly, I don't know, and that's I guess something that could be argued as well. Like you look back and yeah, our grandparents and older generations, they were lasting. 50, 60, some 70 years and married, right? Mm -hmm. But were they happy? You know? And I I don't even know if they would get the chance. I don't think they got to consider because uh, a point I never can, somebody else was speaking about the point that like, you know, things weren't the same. We didn't have all this 
apps and yeah, social media. Instant gratification. People yeah. had few choices. It's just because... And you had to make a choice based on a few people and ride with it. Because if you got divorced back then... You were alone. Yeah. Now it's easy <laughs> to be like, oh, well, okay. You know, it, people are accessible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I see. I do read it. I like. I see a lot about that kind of stuff on Instagram and stuff, actually. There's a lot of... Like, I don't know what you want to call them. Not bloggers, but, like, social media figures that talk about that, right? Like, oh, do what makes you happy and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, see here. Oh, yeah, don't touch, don't touch those clothes. You better not lay a finger on one of those jackets. That's not essential. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, so guys, in case you weren't aware, they're putting up yellow tape on different sections of grocery stores that you either can or can't access due to their uh, due to it being like essential items. So now you're only going to be able to get certain things. This is why when I speak to people about the caste of society and stuff like that, yeah, it's important. Dude. This is where they're pushing us to, and it's not like they're going to make laws and say, "Oh, cash is out." worthless anymore a lot of kind of stuff they're just gonna make it hard for you to have you you're gonna need money online to continue making actually you know financial what? decisions about your life on that topic that's funny because i was at the bank today there's two people in front of me both of them were coming in to get their first ever credit card and they were older ladies they'd never had a credit card in their life but now they're finding it hard to purchase certain things yeah I see two ladies in front of me today at the RBC. And this is probably not something that they felt comfortable with, that they wanted to do, that they wanted to make the whole trip to come down to the bank for. But this people are realizing you either make these choices or what are you what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like a recent poll by Angus Reid Institute found 53% of Canadian adults felt marriage wasn't necessary, while 47% thought it was important for couples in long-term relationships to have legal marriages. <clears throat> the poll surveyed uh, just over 1,600 people found that 4 in 10 adults were never married and were pretty unsure if they wanted to because the, uh, the, uh, the navigation is, is not great. I mean, you know, the information that they're giving people about marriage isn't great, right? Like, in general, Canadians favor treating marriage and common law relationships identically uh, identically when it comes to taxation and assets, with the majority saying those who legally marry should not get extra tax benefits. 60% saying this, and that those in common law relationships should divide assets equally when their relationship ends. <clears throat> How age plays a factor. Oh, there's all different kinds of factors. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Stats Canada notes Canadians in general are waiting longer to get married mm. and revealed that 28% of people in Canada were living alone, the highest number in 150 years. Wow. What, what kinds of things are leading us to these decisions, right? People don't trust each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, Hardy, it's that disposal culture because people are... <coughs> Excuse me. Afraid to 
people are afraid to commit to something, right? Because it's that disposal culture that I've been saying, you know? And so they delay it, they delay it, or they'll find somebody, they'll be with somebody for a long time, and then, I don't know. It's like they just hop, it, something happens, it gets hard, whatever it is, and they just drop it and go on to something that's new and fun and exciting and you know yeah that's but that's what social media does because it's instant and it you know people shouldn't really we got to limit our social media time because it's um it's like uh gavin's addicted to social media I am kind of I, I'm addicted He's to He's always scrolling On his phone All day long Stories You know Once, you, once I get to the I stories And videos yeah. mm-hmm. Waste of time Well It is a waste of time It's not a money making Activity And I will say Though <laughs> Hell yeah <laughs> You got a goal You're gonna do what it takes To get that goal And then you know, whatever. That's a whole other topic, but... There's a, there's a little time, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Where was I going? I forget now. Thanks a lot, Gavin. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't remember. Thanks a lot, Gavin. It'll come back to you. Hey, These though, things. guess what? Raymond is nine minutes away with our Panago. Or oh. Papa John's. Your food? Yeah. <laughs> Papa John's. I've never had no, Papa John's in my life. Did we? Hardy said it's good. Well, um, yeah. You know, she, you, you got a good to like, you got the what? Ultimate pepperoni? Pepperoni. Yes, this is going to be. Pe- ultimate pepperoni with bacon. Mm, I think mean, people's main complaint about it is that it's, they say it's greasy or, you know, oh, it's greasier than the other pieces or I like the it kind of has a soft dough. The crust is not really like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got ours at overcooked. I got ours crispy. Hey. So they might have. Yeah, they might have. Break your fucking tooth. How is your mouth today? He just got four fillings yesterday and he's like. Oh, man. oh, my mouth is so sore. I can't talk. Eats a baconator for supper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. He's got to do it. He barely. Yeah. I don't ever remember fillings being painful. Oh, yeah, for those sins I've done. Huh? Trust it's, me, it's, when I got my wisdom teeth out, oh, yeah, that hurts. It's the soreness of the numbing needles, I think. Just fill in there, so yeah. Yeah. And the way your mouth, you know, it's set oh, that way for a long time. Like, God, uh, you know, I understand. I haven't had feelings for a long time too. What, what would they use mercury still? No. Right. They replaced his mercury. He had mercury. He still has some mercury. They were leaking. And so then the dentist said, like, we should change this. So he just got some done yesterday. Four. Yeah. Four of them. He's got a few more to go though. That's something I should say. I think I have, I have two. I have two back here. I have mercury fillings, but mine aren't leaking. I don't even know if mine are. But he was like, "We should still change them if you want. The other ones are just way better." And I'm like thinking, like, yeah, just because you want another. But what are what are these made out of? You know, like, 
What are they made out of? He told me some white composite, it's whatever. It's supposed to be not metal. It's not. Yeah, it's not, not toxic. Yeah, it's not toxic. Better for your body. It's white. Can't tell. Them and they're white. You can't see that it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four minutes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so certain things are. Millennials, so it mentions millennials specifically. You know, we're pretty open-minded now. You know, we're we're accepting a lot of different things, a lot of different agendas and progressive movements and people that want to have their heyday, let's say. Um, so this is forcing us. So uh, as Canadians adopt less traditional views on marriage, they also place less value on the institutions. Historically, a religious component that researchers noticed. <clears throat> so these things, um, right? People are caring less and less. But before, this stuff used to work. Social media. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just changed, right? Like the world's completely changed. Social media changed everything. The internet changed everything. Not even just social media. The internet. Oh. Technology. Everything changed. Damn. Ooh-wee. Uh, What's for me? Yeah, and so they had all the... We knew about this in 2011, I guess. That's where all the numbers come from. 2011, nearly one in five Canadians said that their parents are divorced or separated. And that's like, (laughs) that's like my dad's age of people, right? And that's because they lived half of their life thinking that you just stick through and make it work no matter what. Uh And then now they're all like in their 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, getting divorces. Yeah. You know what I mean? My grandparents split up when, like, seven, when he was, like, 70, 69. You know, like, that's pretty fucking old. And it's hard for them. I mean, the, they're coming out of these relationships long-term, having no idea about the dating game out here. And No, yeah. Oh. Could you imagine my grandpa Ooh. Wayne trying to date again? I wonder if my grandma is going to date again. I mean, this they're going to have to use dating apps. Dating has become... You cannot... So, it's, it's almost... It's downright bad. Like, here's the thing. As a... Whether you're a man or a woman, women now, because of the things that have happened with uh, people in society... Right, guys have to be careful. You know, you can't just walk up to a female anymore and and all those kinds of things. And females are literally scared of any man just coming up to them randomly. Approaching people is a tough thing these days. And um, having a conversation with people without people thinking you're creepy and all different kinds of first impressions and, you know, like it's... And then our COVID, right? The six feet, stay two meters apart, you know, oh god, like, and people are taking it seriously, like, you know, on, on Sony, they got, 
they're asking people, uh, you know, how how's your dating experience on dating apps? Whether you're dating socially, dating with a mask, or dating like people are considering these things. Like, uh, if you're gonna be with somebody, like, yeah. it's crazy times. Crazy, crazy mm. times. I kind of forgot again. I always forget that we're recording a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's just chill with <laughs> Raymond has arrived with our order. But I haven't heard the door ring. No, I'm just leaving it now. He's gonna sit it. Boom. Yeah. I still wanna walk up to the door at the same time he's there. Prefer when it's just on the floor. Right there on the ground, yeah. Oh, I see him out there. Oh. That was a good That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a question. I'm sure people even question themselves, like, is this right, what I'm doing right now? Like, now, this is interesting information. Let me, let me put on... Why don't we just get a plate instead of having a whole box in front of us? Yeah, the more I love this one's a good one. Okay. Information. 
here's where we are. <coughs> this is looking at the current birth rates in Canada. Yeah. This is something that's affected too by the number of people that are actually deciding to get into committed relationships to start families. Not a lot of people are. If I can get this graph proper, I can see where we are. Uh, current here we are 2020 so current birth year this year 2020 says it was 10.3 10 births for what it's per, per second per day it doesn't show the uh info there quite correctly but so according to this graph it's it's declining every year and in 2025 it's supposed to be less than 10 2039.5 and Declines, declines. This is, uh, yeah. That's crazy. It'll bottom out in 2040 and 2045, and it's just gonna stay on like a. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. Unless they can convince people that it's uh, beneficial to have families, the, the population's gonna be in trouble. Everybody's even having smaller families. Yeah, and the average population is just two. People yeah. try to aim to. Like my dad, he has like six siblings. That's crazy. It's not happening anymore. No, not very seldom do you see people with yeah. more than like three or four kids. It's not as easy to raise those six kids now. No. Mm. Of its money. Time and. Mm. I noticed too that they're. Um, they kind of set people up for that. Like, there's not a lot of. It's hard for people to find bigger three, three or four. But like, it's average to find a three bedroom place. Yeah. Four bedrooms rare. Two bedrooms the average. Two or three yeah. is the average. So even the um, there's a family in Willowbunch, like my hometown. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad and eight kids, and they live in a two-bedroom house. Oh, holy! They're like Mennonites or something. They came mm. off of yeah, like it, it's sad. 
just travel by. Yeah. But the house they live in, that's what's sad. Like, it's very old, run down. There's like rats and mice. Oh, no. It's, yeah. They got it cheap. But they got it very cheap. Just to be able to have everybody. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how everybody sleeps. Like, not everybody gets a bed. Hell no. Hey, Scooter. Okay, you know what I did? I thought the thing said, um, jalapeno poppers. It's just, it said jalapeno peppers. (laughs) It's got straight up jalapeno peppers. spread it make it last like <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat that often like i don't eat three you know meals in a day anymore i just I find that i definitely don't eat breakfast i need to start eating breakfast mm-hmm. i'll try and pass it with coffee and take a shake or something but sometimes... i eat i used to be really consistent like i was like you when i was younger i didn't eat much during the day especially i'd eat more at night time yeah but now that i have kids it's like i have to make sure that they're eating lunch and supper i'm horrible for breakfast you know breakfast is like sometimes a piece of toast a bagel (laughs) like nothing you know what i mean but they say breakfast should be the biggest meal of the day you know Hadley's like asking to eat pizza and wings and <laughs> chips, ice cream. Uh, uh, and it's hard to tell her no, I'm sure, because... You can't reason with kids at this age. It's a one-way conversation. I do tell her no, but it starts a big screaming yeah, match, right? Of her screaming at me for ice cream or whatever dish she wants till I give it to her. Yeah. Kids. Oh. Tough work. Yeah, it is. She does understand what no means. 
What she doesn't understand is how to react when somebody says no to her. She knows what no means. She just doesn't understand how to react. Preparing, yeah, to hear no and then responding. Well, maybe it's just how she reacts to us. So when school says no to her, she probably listens. Yeah. Kids are like that. Yeah, they're worse for their parents. Numbers. <laughs> they are. They're worse for their parents than they are for anyone else. Yeah, oh, yeah. Though, it's right? If they're good around the people who die in there for us, that's good because Hadley loves me though. She cries when I leave here. <laughs> she called, she called me today. Oh yeah, I suppose you would have to give her your phone. We should buy her a phone. No. No, absolutely not. That's the that yeah no 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 Look at you two go around up I was kidding. Oh yeah, yeah, we could keep my three year old to sell home. We could go for hours on that. That's uh I won't even give her an iPad. We got her a Amazon Fire tablet, but it's a kid's one, so you cannot load any apps onto it. It's just what it comes yeah, preloaded yeah, with. Really, it's not the best. Like draw maybe and I don't really it like it that much because no, I can't like search it. what she actually is into, right? Yeah. But then at the same time it's like, do I really want her having full access to YouTube and whatever apps well, she, she wants on an iPad? On T V. Yeah, just YouTube though. Yeah, it's still a Jot this, 
I feel your storylines with cliffhangers and blind twists. The boy's poisonous, pesticide. I'm taking mine so off top to let the rest divide. The chambers took, all your Lexus died. So if I hopped in the ghost, most of y'all will feel possessed inside. Right. The next to blow in Mexico on my day off. Or could I be in the Santa Fe loft? I'm trying to screw you up and throw you way off. I witness credit ripoffs, temporary layoffs. And more straps than lingerie cloth. Now my house is sitting where they play golf. That's a different hole in one than one from a stolen gun. They get you three strikes if you ain't bowling none. I'm a product of low-income housing. Crack vows and alleyways strung out thousands. So any common man will get their crown snatched and what's attached. That's the diamonds ran. Office selling dreams in the promised land. I keep Franklin's. That's Washington and Thomas, man. In my eyes, you see the future like Nostradamus can. You in the past. Don't make me turn you into black history. The lack mystery. Swag this to me. My nuts is too big. Like both rappers that back Mr. C. Hand on my sack of cognac while I'm twisting tree. At the airport in first class chair boarding. In the overheads of Gucci bag full of Red Jordans to rock a show and pack the house like I was there hoarding. Shock the world to wardens, repair all electric chairs, shortens. Property, what hand you roll up with? <laughs> what hand you roll up with? The 
Just for the niggas still selling bass Married to the streets, smoking wedding cake Mac 11 by the waist, the fellas can't relate Even Warren G respect the way I'm regulated My youngest shooting like he Lillard, he don't hesitate And every time he score on the ops, we gotta celebrate Shame vibe check I would say um so I'm back at home after just uh recording after just having been recording the episode sorry the next space sessions volume episode with my guest Gavin and Jessica that was a good night we, we touched on many topics on this conversation and I hope y'all are gonna enjoy it you know felt like when I got back here to my abode with my companion. Oh, come up here. Oh, this little cat. Come on. Don't be biting that shit. Anyways. Um, yeah, that was, we got quality information from three sources, three people, from research, from knowledge, and, uh, I hope that people find it valuable because these things are going to become important and the things that I talk about with preparation and change and getting ready for what's to come. See, I'm, I'm screenshotting, I'm sorry, I'm screenshotting, I got them into my muscles, taking up my, you know, I've been screenshotting a bunch of uh, things that I haven't really spoken on yet, but are going to be key and important. You know, this is where I get stuck on the fence because I don't know if people are ready for it yet. And I've been sharing a bunch of stuff that's like you could consider. <clears throat> I don't know if it would be. I'm going to take that Fear mongering considered. Or uh, if it would be just spreading. You know, I don't want people to think that I'm out here. Oh, I'm spreading negativity or more. I'm doing this and that. But talked about the contrast right this evening i spoke about my truth i spoke about truth in general i spoke about the concept you know i have a mirror in front of me here now as a matter of fact i look in this mirror every day morning and night and uh i evaluate and i reflect and you might think that that's weird but understand something the things that i do for my in life or to better myself or to try and have more value every single day that's a that's a proposition onto myself to say that hey I'm actually valuing myself I'm having enough respect for myself to to care enough right I didn't I didn't care this much when I was 19 18 17 16 20 21 22. And Jessica asked me, she said, well, you know, what age were you when you made that, the one big, the huge mistake, right? 
So if you go back, if you listen to the episode real carefully and actually uh, pay attention, you'll hear me talk about how I've been through most lows, most uh, negative things, um, what you might call them. the the bottoms for people right speaking about how i've lived out of the vehicle you know that was when i spent a stint of time in lethbridge or being essentially homeless for a bit i was like up in calgary you know i've I've had experiences in life more than i don't want to say more than most but like more than most people would have at this age coming through and some crazy things that most people shouldn't have to experience, right? Like, life's been a roller coaster at some points. Sometimes it's fun, other times it's, uh, it's a challenge because I don't want to repeat certain things, but obviously mistakes have been made. There's other people out here. I'm sure they're, they know the truth, right? As much as you can perpetuate what you look like in society, your reality will always come and face you every single day and you'll have to conduct yourself based upon that right i know that this construct that i've built for myself this could be taken at any moment it could get it all collapsed and it it has before i've learned from tough you know it's enough to say that i know what it's like to be incarcerated to people i think i don't need to go into uh, specifics about that um situation or that condition but let me tell you something you think that with the way that they're setting it up for people to fail out here continuing on into our uh, our future you think that it's easy to find yourself in an environment like that that they don't want to catch people out here slipping or um presenting themselves as potential health risks to society and you might find yourself locked up i mean it's a it's a whole big thing right but the point about that is is that uh even going through that even um and i don't want to be like i'm never going to be that person that's like obviously the model with its results the results shows what's happened right it shows the temperament shows what i've had to take on mentally because most people that lost their fathers this summer didn't um they didn't get so proactive as fast as others right like there's people that went through many losses this summer and going up into fall into winter now people that are hearing about different family members that are you know contracting and going through illness and health issues and some people might not make it but again this is where i talk about you know i'm on the fence with how i'm supposed to approach everything and it's supposed to get hard you know some people want to look at memes all day and and have them remind you of times in the past that we're not in anymore other people want to um tell you to have a good day every day and believe that that's helping everybody right where a good day um is perceived different to everyone based upon how that day goes or what they accomplish or if they actually care about accomplishing anything like this is important this is not to harp on people this is not to you know 
this is not, you know, you can hear it from me, you can hear it from somebody else. I'm glad that I had uh, Jessica who reminds me of perspective and says, well, yeah, you know, it's tough. It's tough to understand where people are coming from, how to approach them um, critically, emotionally, with uh, thought process ideas, having people to try and look at themselves when you're trying to do it at the same time. And I know my flaws with, yes, the time management, the communication, a big one, I suck, right? <clears throat> there's some things, and obviously there's certain things that I value more than, than others. And what did I say prior? I said I would never allow myself to be in the conditions for which I consider myself to be what society would look at as a bum again ever like that's just you know what I mean I don't I don't, I don't care if that like that's not my definition for other people that's for me myself for having gone through things that yeah that it, it doesn't feel good right like to lose opportunities to lose time to lose um uh, a part of yourself, essentially. Like, you know, it's embarrassing when you're, you're in school, you know, in 2019, last year, you're in a program and it's all going well and all this kind of stuff, but the majority of your peers are young people. You know, average age is 19, 20, and you got some of them saying to you, well, yeah, uh, you know, if I was 24, 25 by now, well, frick, I would have done this and that, and I would have had my house and, um, and a family and whatever. I mean, just saying, no offense, well, this is the stuff that I had to hear, right? And people say this shit to you, and then they act as if the words are going to break you down like you're a fucking piece of paper. Like, um, anyways, um, some people need the softer approach I get that I understand that maybe I'm not that person maybe I can't approach things that way I mean, like you know I'm obviously <clears throat> I've been chiseled out of hard experience and loss and, and learning from loss and learning experiences and uh, no regrets something like that but I've obviously managed to be <clears throat> something statistically which I'm not supposed to be at a time where it's not supposed to happen because most people that end up in situations like I've been in, they lay up and they give up. That's what happens. Statistically, that's what happens to mo more than most. That's why you got a bunch of streetwalkers right now up on that meth and crack and a bunch of people that are struggling and <clears throat> for whatever reason. But <clears throat> what do you think the the 1%, like the elites, what do you think the government officials think? What do you think the people that already know that they're not going to have to struggle throughout the second lockdown, throughout all this whole time, what do you think they really think, right? Their opinion. Um, if you think they're any uh, more hesitant to give you the um, hard truth than I am, then you're delusional. <laughs> and that's, that's quite an honest, right? Because you, I'm sure it's, it's certain that most, like some people are gonna we're all going to make mistakes. We continue to. We're human beings. Some mistakes are bigger than others. And, uh... <clears throat> right, some, some are reparable. Some are huge, right? 
you always have this uh, chip on your shoulder or this reminder in the back of your head, well, I can't be lazy. I can't be, I can't be fucking up opportunities. This one could be my last one. I never know. Right? Certain factors that surround my life, like thinking about different topics that we talked about tonight, thinking about um, her bonding and finding a suitable mate and all this kind of stuff. Every time, I gotta come with the truth. And that's the thing about, you know, being truthful with myself and all that kind of stuff. I know where I'm at in life. I know how I got here. I know that it's not easy to get here, certainly. It's not easy for the people that don't really know about it. It's not easy for the people that know about mistakes and all that kind of stuff and setbacks and time management and time wasting. Um, <clears throat> and you know, right? Again, not harping on people, but like the um, anybody, I'm sorry, who didn't get to live that, even if it was a bit of that 90s life. If you were born in 2000 or up, yeah, I mean, come on, don't. Right, realize something. This is my platform. This is my platform. How many episodes in am I on right now? I'm almost, uh, almost 40 episodes in. And the thing is, now I'm starting to get other individuals to come in with their opinions, the ones who are ready, the ones who are able to be objective and able-minded to have that conversation without getting emotional. We can speak, and it's all a good time. It's a good vibe, right? But uh, without those key components, um, you can't you can't have those things. And if you you know you have opposing opinions and then you you would look at yourself and say that you didn't want to get on on the platform create your own do something for yourself in which you get to say what you want and have your own opinion and have people support what you say and and understand how this goes and experience it because this has been what a couple months in and I would say I'm doing all right. You know, I have a little bit of a small radar on the map for Canadian independent broadcasting anyways, here in our community, whatever. But uh, this is not, you gotta gotta have conversations with yourself. You gotta sit down and be like, yo, do you really wanna do stuff like this? Because now you're, you know, I've crossed the line between, uh, so what I mentioned about being with the CJ students and stuff like that, the thought process I had was, well, I know these students work hard and everything like this, but I have an advantage because they're young and I know they're young and there's certain things about life that they don't know. They think life is, you know, they they can't think that life is that easy, right? About, about certain things like life can hit you with that Mike Tyson quick. Um, and uh, for them, the perception might be, well, you know, why is he so... Why is he so talking about certain things? Well, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't lived that long, but I've lived a little bit longer than you. <clears throat> and I fucked up probably more than you have, which gives me a bit more merit, I think, to speak upon my fuck-ups and how that's taught me to not fuck up or to fuck up less in life. Like, um, right. It's, uh, it's interesting, right? Getting back to the thought process again, I distracted on the side comments and side notes, but it's all important. Um, 
getting into a program where you directly have an opposition in terms of your past history to be in this program. And this is the first thing before you even decide to register, you decide to go to all the different instructors in the college, yes, to speak to them about your past. So these are the first people that you gotta be honest with, right? To tell them, hey, this is what my life was like before. These are the things that I've done. Um, I, I messed up. And so now, yeah, I, I have criminal history, if you would call it. Anyways, <clears throat> these things can either hold you back or they could be part of your story to help the people who make the same mistakes to not think that as if they're, they're, they're done. They're done in life, right? And, and all of it was, guys, was, you know, not, no, nobody killed anybody over here or anything like that. But when you get touchy with the hands and that five finger discount and, and you know, with your employer, right trust 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 and and the want and the need for things and feeling like the world owes you things because you were marginalized and in a less position than others uh, can um lead the see that's the emotional thing they tell me not to be emotional that's where that can lead you so <clears throat> i've analyzed that i don't reach my hands for things that aren't my own anymore i work i use that money I make that money work for me and then I'm proactive about how I money manage. So if I can't time manage, I'll tell you what, that money management is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, there's, there's the truth about it, right? I have to work harder. Not that, not that I don't think that they're working hard or anything like that, but they don't know the truth. I didn't come in there and speak to any of the students and say, well, hey, you know, yeah, I'm in criminal justice. And guess what? I, you, you know, why, why do I want to be a, a corrections officer? Why do I want to want to go work in the jails and then the max? Well, I kind of know what it's like, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> and my belief is that I can help change the condition of these people because not everybody that's in there is terrible, is a criminal parasite that doesn't deserve to get another chance in society, right? People are in there for, for weed. People in the States right now, there's stories coming out. People that got sentenced as teens are coming out as elderly men in their 60s and 70s off sentences for weed. And, and this is, right, this is not part of the topic, but I'm just saying that not everybody in there is a... Uh, as despicable and worthy to be thrown uh, to the side as you think they are, right? I should know. I should be able to say a little bit, open my mouth a tiny bit because I am to myself the model that <clears throat> um, proves the I'm the model that proves the uh, the, the result basically the expectation right the fact that yeah you can actually do and become something you can expect to achieve better and you can have high value and um, you can get somewhere like I said as I talked to the instructors and they all told me go ahead apply
apply. I wouldn't waste my fucking money on some expensive program thinking that, well, I'm at a disadvantage right behind all these kids who did not fuck up their lives and don't have records and, and things like this and didn't waste time. They're young. They have more youth than I, right? So I look at them as if they're ahead of me. They don't know it, but I have to do... Um, as well as they do or better, I have to work my fucking ass off to get um, a seat in which only 25 average students of the 65 to 80 that apply get a graduate, get a degree to, get to, to go forward, have your college degree, and then you get to go and do your, your university or whatever. But as it is, <clears throat> I currently have an opportunity to fast track and... Um, Maybe, I don't know, right? I'm praying, right? It's a hope that I could possibly get into the process of um, working for CSC and doing that and um, seeing how I'm going to go write the test. And if I pass, well, that's a step in the right direction. And we'll see what happens next. But point being, I did not lay, I did not lay down and tell myself, this is it, right? I've had many things happen to me, the, the worst things, and that's where I'm always going to keep coming from. This isn't so... Certain things that I've done this year, you know, getting all... Like, buying jewelry or... or like... Now, right, that, that stuff's not important. That stuff's not important. Like, to me, in my mind, consistency, like Jessica said, the discipline, the being able to show the consistent model every day, that's proven because you've worked on it right honestly this is not going to be anything that's changing going on forward the uh, the expectation that people think well once I get a vaccine or once I do this or do that well life's going to get better life's going to go back to what it was life's going to be normal again we all have to prepare to be more proactive to be different to be um ready to change I guess at any moment right there's setbacks there's holdbacks there's time that's taken away and wasted but the hustle and the grind and uh, you know I don't really know what what, what I'm going to call this episode what the main focal point was but mainly the message was and I'm glad that I had the other individuals again like I said because I'm telling her that I don't want to feel like I'm coming down hard on people every time I, you know, have interaction. And to the person who, so somebody engaged me on Facebook, right? Let's be, let's be real about this now. Certain percept, like not perceptions, but truths about who we are going forward. Um, yeah, I'm a black male, and I'm a Trump supporter for sure. You wouldn't expect many guys to say that as a as a black guy, like. I support Trump for certain reasons and not just for, um, not because Trump is just economically smart or because he cares about money or, you know, I get past, I get past the emotion. You have to get past the emotion. You know, this, this black thing that people, uh, black people like to do when Trump is racist and all that kind of stuff, get past the media feeding you perpetual bullshit about some guy that they don't like because he's, he's attacking the system that they, um, lie to people about right 
There's a lot of things going on that people don't understand if you don't do the research. But besides that, you know, Trump supporter, uh, I guess red pill, not not a red pill content creator yet, but the message will will end up steering that way, right? Um, just trying to get, trying not not shoveling you that um, rosy shit and beating around the bush, like getting getting straight and real and what's my name besides being Martian Youth was Hardy like this is probably what I was destined to do to to give people this hard truth <clears throat> at times when they don't want to hear it but they're going to need to have it um, if you don't want to end up in a fucking COVID camp right um, but yeah you know anyways I've ranted right this is what's been you know a half hour longer than the actual recorded episodes with them but Yeah, mistakes, mistakes will teach you something. And <clears throat> it's the, the best lessons, the best teacher life reality, right? Like I said, my mom, my mom, I love my fucking mom. My mother taught me, she's probably the one that red-pilled me the first, right? Honestly, um, giving me, shoveling me this, this information as a young, young teen, not wanting to hear it thinking that she was trying to control me and force me to be this way and that way but now I'm older and I think and I'm like wow like she she said like I mean my mom tried to give me this info and I still fucked up my life and I ended up in a, in a good position now right so you could say for one maybe God is looking out for me but she at the very end of the day asserted and, and hoped that I would at least have a good head on my shoulders even if I made mistakes I'd be able to bounce back and that's what I've shown. The model has shown that I can bounce back and be consistent, disciplined um, for certain expectations, right? And uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, where we get to with the logic. Um, telling you guys that you know I support Trump. You know we're gonna uncover a lot of this fraud with the counting of the votes and what's going on. Um, what Biden wants to do if people want to get into that and what not the red pill stuff because when I come with that it's going to be logic and research and I'm going to take my time to do the research I'm going to come with information I'm going to make sure I'm not just talking bullshit right with this I gave you guys my personal experience my personal experience of loss and, and hard lessons in life and take it with what you will you know, I, I'm sure I'll lose more. Oh my God, God forbid. More social media followers are gonna, gonna flock away. And, and you know, I want people to understand something. I, I tried telling this girl that I was seeing a little while back, casually, trying to, anyways, because, you know, we could talk about how da- the dating game is, is completely um, destroyed now, dating in, in, in our modern society. Anyways. I told her, this is a person who's possibly addicted to Facebook. I am maybe sometimes, but we got to get past the social media thing too. The social media is no good for us. And it's a fabrication, especially Facebook. This is an illusion. It's not real life. Whatever you transmit on there isn't always what you are in real life. Even if what you think it is, even if you think you go on there and your perception is of other people, wow, you know, 
always hitting you with, you know, um, or flooding your feed with the stuff that they're doing that you don't want to see. And, oh, I was at this person. Why is this person posting so much? And this person's always talking that shit. And this person's always posting the shit they got. Well, you know, fuck them and coming with the hate and, and things like that. Well, <clears throat> in real life, everybody's going through stuff, right? Everybody has stuff they have to deal with every day. Um, I would hope that everybody would understand what it's like to get up and work a job. And even if you don't have one now, the responsibility that comes from having to pay bills and all that kind of stuff, you know, we all got to eat out here, right? And we can all be civil and nice and do do our little thing. But when it gets down to having, you know, when, when it's business time, it's business time. And reality is soon about uh, soon. Sorry about to so show all of us that. And yeah, I think that's uh, possibly, probably. Where I'm gonna leave you guys. I've spoken a lot on certain things. I've harped on it. I'm gonna try not to be me. I'm, I'm gonna come in with the humor and things like that. But this is where we're headed. We're headed into the red pill zone for men. Because I had a conversation tonight with a girl from Calgary. She had a terrible experience. I mean, this is what's happening right now with niggas, brothers that are over 30 that are going out with these younger women and perpetuating illusion on social media fabrication, right? A motherfucker shows up to a date with $15 in cash. And she pays for the date. She pays for the drinks. But before the whole time, he's, he's, you know, he's laughing, they're laughing, having a good time and making it seem as if, right, he's got it, but he does not have it. And now they're having some little beef, right? Social media is telling and it's good to pick up signs on, on human behavior. For sure, you can go out there and watch, but social media has been entertaining lately. <laughs> I won't lie. Can't lie to you guys, right? There's no reason to lie. There's no reason to not tell the truth anymore. And I think I pretty much told the truth about everything, right? Whether you decide not to fuck with me no more, whether you decide um, whatever you decide. Um, Look at yourself. Look at your perception of your model. You know, how's it looking? If you're doing what you think you should be doing in your life, then don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about what other people fucking say continue to live your happy existence the way that you fucking want it because it's your choice right the law of existence and all these other teachings tell us that we're all kings and queens and beautiful beings out here we gotta accept that right there's no reason that people who were literally created to have better should have less we should want more we should be able to work for more we should understand that it takes work to have more and ain't nobody gonna give you anything these government handouts they're about to slap us with the consequence for that real real heavily people that got that served mm. yeah the uh, when the government hand comes back and reaches in your pockets for what they gave you it's not nice and when the digital um, existence comes in that crashes our cash markets I hope you have some money online. I hope people have some money online. I hope people are ready, really ready for the second lockdown, right? We got to get past the emotion. We got to get into into logic, studying, preparing, and um, not worry about what people say, but taking the information and trying to just use it to better our lives, right? 
you may not want to hear it from me, but come a couple of weeks time, you're going to hear it from somebody. I promise you. And this is Martian UFO again on floating space. I've been floating a lot today. It's been a good day. You know, I have the four next four days off. I'm just hanging out, relaxing, doing my thing. I might leave the town for a little bit. I got to hear behind me some, uh, you know, I managed to snag, uh, let me set up a little bit of this ambiance because we're obviously done talking about the topic here. I managed to snag some local before they closed. What kind of stuff am I going to play for y'all? This one. myself some hot wings yeah and whatever they call back crispy sandwich i hope that's good so we'll see about that i hope everyone's having a good night by the way imagine it's 2 a.m see another thing um why why are the nights ending so early i know the sun's going down at 4 30 4 40 but god damn right we on thursdays friday nights a lot of people aren't working and people are going to bed before 8 p.m. Hmm. There's something up with that. Shout out to my mom, though, giving me that straight up truth, making that nigga cry so many times as I grew up, because now, <coughs> trust me, that shit comes back. If you were raised soft, mm, mm, mm. That's not a knock, by the way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Queens, MRC. Oh, and by the way, this is actually, uh, this is a social, uh, sole proprietorship now. My bad. It's hard to say that in the sentence because it's probably, you know, it's a big word. But basically, yeah, this shit is legitimate now. It would be a business. So, 
about to have more people interviewed very 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 soon right away this is more fun to have more people on here than just me right mm. and we hope it doesn't snow tomorrow don't we when i used to slide Shout out to the new listeners. Check the Sablakia. That's a good one. Share this with your friends. And obviously understand this is an explicit podcast, so I cursed, I do curse, I cursed a lot. If your family doesn't like that, don't share with your family, don't share with your young ones, obviously. But I gave you truth, right? I ain't lie. I didn't lie about nothing over here. That's been verified. Hmm. Only oppressors got other guys terrified. Slap oxygen out your esophagus. I survived when stick up kids was dropping shit. The rotten apples, the tabernacle. That's it, why. White castles at midnight. Fish sandwiches, just 40 ounces of fist fights. They even used already five to pull robberies. Use them as a getaway car and pay them properly. Next year, the whole town strung out. Swept the block where they hung out. Look how far we come now. Amen. Grab the duffel and run out. Seven fiends in one house. Hustle sun up to sundown. What up? Summertime in NY. In the backseat of car 85. The whole hood was trying to call car 85. Any car like that, any number that had that system. Oh yeah, y'all can't wait till I get the video going on this. We're getting that set up with suit and tie very soon as well. Actually, as a matter of fact, it might be something that I take care of this weekend when we do the upgrade of the uh, hardware there. <clears throat> and yeah, man, y'all have a good night, man. Keep floating. If you're in bed, keep sleeping, dreaming, doing your thing. I'm Martian UFO, and we out.